Welcome to the business of beverages, drinks industry insights with makers, marketeers, and mischief. Aha! We're back for another shot, Foxy. I need five points to tie a level with you. I don't feel overly confident going into this, Will. Well, I hope that you've got a fighting chance, but we'll we'll see. Um, all right, will we get straight into it? Let's go. Okay. So for those of you who've been listening, hopefully you know the rules, but essentially there are a decreasing number of points available uh, based on the clues that we give to Foxy. He's got to talk us through his thought process. He gets one guess per clue. So let's start. For five points, I have coveted geographical indicator status uh, in the EU, protecting both my name and my origin. Okay, so there's not a huge amount of drinks that have this protected status. Most of them are in the EU, uh, which doesn't necessarily narrow down massively for me. The Correct. one that is jumping out at me straight off is, and I'm going to go with this for five points, I, I, it's as much to root it out as anything else, is champagne. Good guess. Definitely by far and away the most uh, well-known of the uh, GI status products and beverages, but no, it is not champagne. Um, which you would definitely know by your next clue. For four points, I am colourless, but not odourless. So colourless, but not odourless, protected status in the EU. Ooh, that's a tough one. Because uh, we've had vodka on the quiz before. I presume you haven't snuck that one back in. You can assume what you like, Foxy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Will Keating rules of quizzes. Um... Oh, this is doing my it's head. It's not vodka, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I knew you wouldn't play me like that. Um, mm. So if it's from a region, so it's colourless but not odourless. Correct. So clear spirit. Oh, is it a spirit? We haven't covered that. Uh, so clear liquid from the EU, which has one less member, so it's not in Britain. <laughs> um, it's not gin because anybody can call it Gin, but is there a drink called Yenever? Can I submit Yenever? You can guess. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess Yenever. Uh, there's a weird thing in the back of my head that there's like a specific style of gin that is only able to be produced in Yenever in the Netherlands. Uh, I'm not certain that Yenever has or Jennifer uh, has GI status. I think it may, but this is not Yenever. Okay. Unfortunately. Uh, but for three points, my ABV, my alcohol by volume, can vary wildly. Okay, so colourless but not odourless. I can be a wide range of ABV. Wildly varying wildly, wildly, ABVs. Wildly. Hmm. I chose that word deliberately to emphasise the range of ABVs that are available. <laughs> Ah, so that's quite wide range of ABV. Um, I'm struggling with this one. I don't give clues, but wildly has a number of connotations. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's got some sort of wild yeast involved in it, is what I'm guessing. Your face is just like such a poker face on this. I wouldn't expend a lot of energy on the wild yeast theory. <laughs> um... Are there any cultural touch points at the moment where wild is a 
a theme. You're actually making this worse. You're making me overthink. Oh, sorry. I've got to shut up. I've got to shut up. <laughs> no, I, pre- I appreciate the help. I, My I ABV know. can vary wildly. I am colorless, but not odorless. I have geographical indicator status in the EU. Wait, does that mean it's produced in the EU or is it just as the status in the EU? I'm happy to confirm it's produced in it's the produced EU. It's produced in the EU. Okay. Is it Sambuca? Romano Sambuca? It is not Sambuca, unfortunately. Uh, for two points, I was outlawed in 1661. Putting. Correct. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good one. That was pretty good. Uh, what is Puchin, Foxy? It's basically moonshine hooch distilled from potatoes predominantly. Aha, that was point number five. Uh, for one point, it would have been people mistakenly think that I am made from potatoes. Uh, Puchin traditionally was made from anything and everything that was available to um, generally peasants in Ireland. Uh, and uh, potatoes were occasionally used, but actually mostly malted barley, oats, whatever grain was available Occasionally even molasses. And a good bathtub and a load of copperware. Uh, up the mountains. Uh, Donegal, actually, <laughs> predominantly. So it is making a comeback. Um, it does have protected status. It is a particularly enjoyable drink. Uh, and essentially, it is occasionally high proof, but um, often sold in around 40 ABV. Uh, but if you get some of the um, the real stuff uh, from the mountains, uh, as we occasionally did as uh, uh, from my upbringing in Wicklow, uh, it can vary very, very wildly to 90 plus percent. Which we don't recommend drinking at all. No. Okay. Well done, Foxy. Thanks, Will. No, I've kept the deficit at half, so you are currently leading 6 3. Uh, let's see how we get on next time. Thank you for listening to the Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. Uh, I think if we run out of drinks, we can get into brands like like big bigger. Uh, we brands. won't run out of drinks. Yeah. We won't. <laughs>